0: say home is where the heart is so i wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless welcome to another episode of doubly negative chris is doing something and i'm feeling impatient kyle how are you doing I'm um, okay how are you uh, i'm doing great i've been working out and exercising and eating well and i'm feeling fucking fantastic i
1: don't like this one bit <laughs> that's all i'll say is i don't like this one bit well here we are so you already did the intro?
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, as always. Oh, hold on one second. I hit record on this computer. Was yeah, I supposed to? Yeah. Okay.
1: That's fine. Yeah. But as always, follow us on Instagram. Maybe we'll use it if we get followers. And hey, why don't you also subscribe to the Patreon or you can.
0: Oh, suck my dick. Yes. Yeah.
1: So thank you.
0: Can um, you uh, just make this smaller? <laughs> I'm talking about the visual because I don't like to look at myself.
1: Yeah. I hate it. I think about it the whole time. Yeah. So you woke up. Very early today, and you did what, Kyle? Uh, I went
0: for a run, because Pete made me, basically.
1: That's good, though. Do you Are you glad he forced you to, or do you kind of hold some resentment towards him? Both. I would I would totally hold mostly resentment yeah. towards
0: him. No, it's, it's one of those things where it makes me think about free will, too. Like, I did it basically because he kept mentioning it, and that's just how it worked out. On my own, there's no chance I'm getting up at 7 a.m.,
1: No, but sometimes you need those external forces to give you that push.
0: Exactly. Without those external forces, there's no way I would have done it. And uh, yeah, actually, there was more external forces at play. I ended up going to the gym. After? Yes. So last night, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to go run tomorrow. And I'm getting a little bit of motivation, kind of, you know, thinking, maybe I'll go to the gym. I'm like, eh, you know, we'll see. So we go running. Mm -hmm. Then we had coffee. And uh, I had to use the facilities there. Yeah. Yeah. But. I could tell it wasn't finished. Do You ever have one of those?
1: Uh, yeah. Kind of had one of those this morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay,
0: it all comes out. I'm getting clean, but oh, no, there's another on the way and I'm not going to do it right now, but I know it's not going to be long. Right. Mm-hmm. So we finished the coffee and then we're driving back and uh, I go separate cars and we reached division near the movie theaters mm-hmm. and I, I cannot wait any longer. So I went to the movie parking lot and I just thought I'll run into the showcase cinemas, use their bathroom. They're closed. Oh my God. So I went to Panera. I go in there, use their facilities. The only stall is taken. And what's around there? Health tracks. I'm a member. I go in to use the toilet. 80% to use the toilet. And then I'm like, all right, I'm here. So I'll just do a couple sets.
1: Wow. Yeah. External (laughs) forces. (laughs) Yeah. So funny story about that Panera bathroom. Oh, yeah. I used to work there. Oh, yeah. And there was a guy that we worked with. I'm not going to mention any names, but a little bit of a jokester. He was hilarious, one of the funnier guys I've ever met. And he decided one day he was gonna say, "Yeah, you damn me to go poop in between the toilet lid and the bowl." Ah, an upper decker. Yeah, and I was like, "There's no way he's gonna do this."
0: What an asshole!
1: Yeah, no. At the time, really funny. Yeah. Now that's disgusting. Oh, that's disgusting. So he went and did it, and he was like, "No, dude, I went." I. I did it. Go look. And I was like, there's no fucking way. I go look. I don't see anything. I'm like, what the hell happened? He goes, well, it fell off the side of the bowl and onto the floor. What? So it didn't stay on.
0: Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about he did it in the toilet tank. This is even worse.
1: No, he was going to put it.
0: Isn't he the one that's got to clean it up? Who's got to clean this up? Someone else had to clean it up. What a douche. That
1: he worked with. Wow. But yeah, funny story about that bathroom.
0: That's not that funny. no.
1: no. No, I, I mean, I regret, no, it's kind I, of funny. I regret talking about it out loud, but it's uh no. It was funny at the time. Like, well, I don't believe someone would ever do that.
0: Especially when you're a certain age. I mean, how old were you?
1: Eighteen.
0: It's funnier when you're eighteen. Yeah,
1: now as an adult, like I can't believe that. Piece yeah. Of shit.
0: <laughs> Did he know who was going to have to clean it? Is that no part idea. of the reason? It wow. was
1: part of the luck of the draw.
0: Luck of the draw.
1: Yeah. So not a good luck. So I derailed your whole external motivation and external forces. That was it. To tell you that story. Mm. No, that's good, though. You need that uh that kind of push. And I'm getting one of those now as well. Mm. The guy at my work, because I couldn't go to the gym as much because Michelle getting out of work super late. Ollie would be here all day. Now that the room is gone, he's home alone all day. Mm. But now I have no excuse not to go. So he's been asking me every day, you going to the gym today? Oh, OK. In like a nice way, he'll bust my chops. Is it? You going to the gym?
0: So you go together no oh he just asks you
1: yeah but he goes sometimes he's also a member there sometimes he'll go
0: so just someone asking you is enough
1: yeah just someone to be well we'll see (laughs) i get it we'll see next week yeah i get it because i don't want to have to i don't want to lie to anybody i don't want to make excuses and i also want to do what i say i'm going to do yeah so that's why i'm putting more stuff out there okay taking more initiative that's good i suggested to my wife hey let's paint the bathroom tonight and she said are you all right yeah i don't like that yeah i'm I'm taking initiative painting bathrooms folding laundry after that whoa so listen you saw what we had to deal with last week yeah not good
0: it was like noah's Ark of laundry in the middle of your living room
1: yes yeah. so laundry put it in hmm. took it out folded it right when i took it out not gonna let it sit
0: wow turning over a new leaf unbelievable
1: yeah so more progress for me pat myself on the back nice the small wins. And you know what? My therapist said you got to take those small wins and like kind of like give yourself recognition for them. No matter how small they may seem, you're, may- you're taking the steps.
0: Make hay when the sun is out.
1: Yes. Yes. So you have been down recently. Mm. Um, You seem a little more chipper. Yeah. I mean, you're going to the gym. You went running at eight o'clock in the morning. Yep. And for those of you who don't know, that was the first time Kyle has seen eight o'clock in the morning
0: yeah I don't time. A while. yeah
1: that's that's really early yeah your schedule's all flip-flop
0: yeah i stopped taking that medicine you did Mm-hmm.
1: and you feel like you feel better yeah off of it yep really
0: yeah i kind of i'm sure i said it on the podcast that i don't think it was helping and uh i stopped taking because i knew i had my psych appointment on thursday last thursday yep and i knew that i didn't want to take it anymore anyway yeah am i gonna have to stop
1: no i think he's fine
0: okay I knew that I didn't want to take it anymore anyway. Actually, no, that's not true. I didn't feel good on it. But then I started doing research because I hadn't done that. I don't know. I I think I had this. I had this. Feeling that I was just going to place. My mental health in the hands of the professionals. Yeah. And I just decided whatever she says, I'm going to do.
1: I don't need to do the research. Someone else has already got that part covered for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then I started looking into Abilify more, and I think she made a mistake, because, all right. So first, a little background on bipolar. I'm, I've probably explained this before, but there's a there's a wide variation of what you might have if you're bipolar. Some people, basically, it's just going from higher than normal highs to lower than normal normal lows, or some some people just experience the highs. Some people just anyway. So you got two main problems. The first problem is depression and the second problem is mania or hypomania. My problem is not the mania or hypomania. My highs are pretty manageable according to me anyway. Yeah. But depression has been plaguing me for a, a while now. So I needed something that was going to help with the depression more than the mania. What I understand about abilify is that it's an antipsychotic and it's used for schizophrenia as it is used for bipolar. But I think it's used more to cut the mania.
1: I think it's primarily um, for the the schizophrenia like you said like it's Psychosis. also it's also used for bipolar but yeah. primarily used for because I remember looking it up myself because I was curious about it Oh yeah yeah
0: yeah so I started to get this feeling I'm like I don't think I'm on the right thing and uh, I, I wasn't feeling good anyway like I said I gained a bunch of weight and uh,
1: I do want to say you do look um a little more schvelt
0: oh it shouldn't be yeah i mean it's only a few days well maybe i
1: think a lot of the like medicines and stuff like that it might make you retain water more. yes yes that's so right i think you're not that's retaining right. as much water like you look that's right more
0: oh thank you yeah so i stopped taking that and then like i don't know how long it took to get out of my system but probably like a day and i just started feeling like oh yeah that's right this is kind of who i am Because Abilify dulled me, whatever it was. That's not to say that it's not going to work for a lot of people. I'm sure there's a reason they prescribe it. It's, you know, blah, 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 but I don't think it was the one for me. And yeah, uh, but that that
1: comes with the trial and error. So now I have to ask you have you thought about who you blame more for getting put on the wrong medication, you yourself, or how you address the appointment or your uh, psychiatrist?
0: I don't remember.
1: And it's not necessarily that you have to put blame, but I'm more i I'm curious as to if you're leaning a certain way of yeah. oh, you know, I could have said maybe I misconstrued certain things unintentionally while I was in that appointment.
0: I don't think so. And I'm gonna put a lot of I'm gonna put a lot of blame on her by default because she's just not that interested. Mm-hmm. Like our first appointment was less than thirty minutes. That's the first appointment. Like hi. Yeah. You know? Hey, how's it going? How do you feel? Yeah. All right. I think I think she was going to prescribe me Abilify regardless, and I even asked about Lamictal, which is the one that I think I should be on, and and I'm on now. I'll get back into that, but I even mentioned that I I wanted to try that one, and she said, well, that one comes with a rash. That rash is very rare, actually. I think she just uh, prescribes Abilify because it's seen as the safest one, or maybe she gets a kickback from the company. Who fucking knows? You never know. You never know. But uh, maybe I didn't, maybe if I knew more about Abilify going in, I could have advocated for myself, but it was kind of the first time that I was really hearing about it besides hearing about it in commercials and shit when I was younger. So when she said Abilify, I was just kind of like,
1: all right. Yeah. Here's the thing that kind of sucks. You don't know what, like the the potential medicines they're going to offer to you or suggest for you. Mm. So you can't really do any research prior to taking it. It's just like, all right, you need this and you go okay yeah sure
0: unless you knew about every medication that might be prescribed yeah you could get blindsided
1: yeah so how can you i don't know i feel like that's a tough situation to be in where you just got to trust them even though every single like you said the commercials on tv like the side effects all sound horrible yeah could cause death blindness and uncontrollable diarrhea your kidney may come out of your asshole
0: it's a lot of guesswork even for the fucking professionals there is one thing that might be able to help. By the way, I, I did prepare something. Did you? Did it get spoiled already? Do you know what it is? I have no fucking clue. No? I thought it was spoiled when you looked at your phone. No, I didn't. You don't get email notifications?
1: Oh, I saw it, but I didn't read it because you were on the way, and I was like, okay. All
0: right, yeah. So I prepared a little uh, a little something. Basically, I wrote out. Uh, do you need permission?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Okay. Basically, I wrote out. Um, very accurately, I think, what happened in my last psychiatrist appointment from Thursday. And I was thinking we might do a, a, a little rendition here.
1: Okay, I'm I'm cool with that, but we have a problem, potentially. I uh, got a new phone, not to brag, um, and I got to log into stuff. And I hope I have the right password here.
0: Okay, I can also just send it directly to your email.
1: That's the thing I can't get into, Kyle. Oh, shit. Oh, hold on. I think I'm in. Hold on.
0: I'll cut this if I remember.
1: Don't. Leave it (laughs) in.
0: Yeah, this is what you guys get for not subscribing to our Patreon. Yeah. You dick suckers.
1: Open the YouTube app on Chris's life. I mean, for Christ's sakes.
0: Why do you have to open YouTube? Gotta make sure they got their... Alright, you're gonna have to... You have to watch videos, too? No, tell
1: me to just... Talk. Oh, I need to... Ugh.
0: Modern technology.
1: Oh, man. I'm not prepared. So, okay. Maybe just... Let's just get started on it. A little rendition here.
0: Well, no. No, I think... um. So, one of us is going to be me, and one of us is going to be her. I was thinking probably you as her, but I could see it going either way.
1: Try another way yeah here we go okay
0: maybe i could just send you the link on whatsapp but no Someone you would still need to get to point into here yeah you would still need to get in there
1: no i'm in i'm in don't worry oh okay try another way let's go text me a code baby
0: text him a fucking
1: code okay we're in Woo-hoo. hi how are your holidays okay hold on hold okay on. sorry <clears throat>
0: Okay, so we're doing uh we're we're doing a reading of how my last psychiatrist appointment went.
1: Okay, just so you guys know, I, I do have an acting background. Yeah, so. uh, yeah.
0: I can see it already. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Chris is gonna be my psychiatrist and I'll be me.
1: Yeah, but do the sound effects with it, like you walking in?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, please,
1: please.
0: Well, it's actually it's online.
1: <laughs> hey, how are your holidays?
0: Oh good. Uh quiet. Yours?
1: Good. It took some me time. So you've been uh, on Abilify 5 MIGs. How's it going? Uh, I don't
0: think I want to take it anymore. If anything, I'm more depressed than before. On top of that, I'm more sleepy, and I've gained weight, and...
1: Abilify does not cause weight gain.
0: Oh, uh, well, my weight's been stable for a while until this past month, and I've gained like 10 pounds. Nothing else has changed. I also read a lot online that other people have
1: gained weight on Abilify. Did you read any peer-reviewed studies? Well, no. It's been proven Abilify does not cause weight gain.
0: Okay, well, um, anyway, I'd really like to try Lamictal instead. I I know you were concerned about the rash, but it it seems that's very uncommon. And uh, my friend takes it, and and I was thinking since I have a positive expectation about it, that's got to help too, right?
1: I'll switch you this one time I, I mean however what you're doing right now is called non-compliance. You're not giving a a chance and uh, a month isn't a chance no and if you do do it again, I'll be forced to discharge you. Wow uh okay. so we'll start start you on 12.5 milligrams Lamictal daily and increase it to 25 milligrams. If that's your therapeutic dose we'll keep you there. any other questions or concerns? Uh, yeah, uh, I
0: was reading about something called GenoMind. Do you know it? No. It's this genetic test that can show you which medicines might work better on an individual. Genocyte? Uh Well, there there's several. One is called GenoMind.
1: Genocyte, yes. I like it very much for my patients.
0: Uh, When would you use it?
1: Kyle, it's it's very useful for determining which medication may be best with trial and error
0: okay do you think it might be good for me
1: insurance only covers it after we give medicines a chance which you haven't done wow okay
0: um not to be argumentative but isn't the whole point of the test to save time wouldn't it make sense to do it right away
1: it's insurance policy i I mean i wish we could
0: so that's uh that's a little excerpt from my psychiatrist appointment and that's Exactly how it went. Good job, by the way. You were kind of like uh, improvising yeah. it when it was
1: appropriate. Throw in you, a little, yeah. Yeah, you did great. that acting to be calm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, first, I'll let you react first if you have any reactions. I mean, I know you were in it, so maybe you couldn't pay attention too yeah, much. I was just so wrapped up. Yeah. Know,
1: I, was, I do method acting. I I was
0: actually Rosaline. You became her.
1: Yeah. So I'll be doing. I'll be living my life as Rosaline going <laughs> for a forward. little while. Um. So I don't like that, but. I also feel like she's kind of backed into a corner because she, it's insurance, like insurance sets those guidelines. You have to follow them. And if you don't, so the anger should more be directed at how the insurance is structured and how just things overall are structured in this country for healthcare.
0: So there's three things there in, in this little skit. You're talking about the third one. And I agree with you. And there's nothing she can do my issue and i don't know if it came across and also i don't know if i um wrote it down accurately but it was the way
1: she was responding
0: first of all she corrected me on something that doesn't need correcting
1: Genocide. yeah like all right
0: okay there's it's like if i mentioned like hey uh, i was drinking a soda the other day i think it was called pepsi you're like coke no it was fucking pepsi yeah yeah, exactly And, and anyway the second part of that was like I asked about this thing and then she says, Yeah, I like it, and doesn't even say like, oh, it might be helpful for you. Like yeah. she, she made me ask about it three times.
1: Yeah, it's good. The, okay.
0: The, the biggest thing that's still pissing me off, even right now. Abilify does cause weight gain. Of course, as soon as the fucking thing ended, I Googled it. There's several peer reviewed studies that back up Avilify causes weight gain.
1: It's been proven it doesn't cause weight gain. Fuck oh, her. It's still, it's still
0: dude how can you be confidently incorrect like that
1: so confidently incorrect
0: so i'm like i can't let that go i've been thinking about it every day i'm definitely going to talk to her again about that
1: you're going to bring it back up with it when you go in bring the studies have the studies up
0: so i'll get back to that and then the third thing mm-hmm. lamictal she said uh we'll get you on 25 milligrams hopefully that's your therapeutic dose it's not nobody stays on 25 milligrams of lamictal. i looked it up maybe not peer-reviewed studies
1: yeah well, wow, that's true
0: but i found a fucking official dosing guide and everybody goes up to at least a hundred so
1: 100 bigs.
0: anyway that
1: what's domblowski
0: uh he's at 50 but he's supposed to go up too. see yeah his psychiatrist also is like i don't know what they're doing man
1: it's do we just trust them and go with it
0: yes I mean, we're supposed to, what's the other option. I mean, he's the one that told me you got to be your own biggest advocate. And, uh, he's right. No,
1: he's very right. Yeah. You can't just sit there and go, okay.
0: So anyway, after I got off that and then I started doing my own research and finding out how she's wrong in several ways, I decided I don't want to see her anymore. And, uh, had already recommended his guy. I called and I was lucky enough. They called me a few hours later. They said they can get me in. So I'm going to go see John Blawski's guy. And, uh, my final correspondence with this bitch is going to be to send her some peer-reviewed studies. What a cunt.
1: Are, are you really just keeping an appointment just so you could show Yes, studies? Yeah. I fucking love it. Dude,
0: that is... Insulting my intelligence like that, being so condescending. You better be right. If you're not fucking right... Do this oh. one in person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drive there? <laughs> you have to, dude. I might. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she thinks it's going to be an online thing. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Hello. By the way, I'm Kyle. Nice yeah, to meet you. Nice to meet you. Bitch, I have them printed. No, I I actually took the scholarly journals out of the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I should return
1: these because I need, or they'll charge me. I'll let you peer review these yourself. Yep, bitch. Oh man, yeah, that's annoying. Just that if maybe she was a little more welcoming and her tone and cadence didn't suck so bad, like.
0: Oh, and we didn't even talk about how she threatened to discharge me. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I swear to God, what I wrote is correct, Um, is what happened. I didn't even say, hey, I, st-, I didn't tell her the truth. I didn't say I stopped taking it. I said, I don't think I want to take it anymore, or I don't want to take it anymore. And she immediately jumps to, I'm going to discharge you if you keep acting like this. So. Is that what you want to tell somebody who might be mentally unstable? I'm going to discharge you?
1: No, that's. Are probably, you fucking kidding me? Probably the last thing, but quick heads up. If she does discharge you and you try to take this to court, there's now audio recording of you saying, I lied to her. I. Stopped.
0: No, I didn't lie to her.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: no, it's implied. It's definitely implied, but it's not an outright lie. It's one of those lies that you might use to get out of
1: classic fucking man. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Why were you not wrong, Kyle? <laughs> Go ahead because I'm a white man. Yeah, cuz you're a straight white cisgender he him. That's why man. I'm right. Yeah. So
0: But yeah, that's that. So I switched medications and this one I'm on now is not going to be very active in my system at least for a little while cuz you got to go up slowly because there is a, a possibility of a deadly rash. Apparently it's it's fairly uncommon but it does happen to people and if you get that you you could fucking die.
1: Where does this rash? All over. And it could be anywhere yeah. starting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's why you got to go up slowly to make sure that you don't have that rash. And then maybe a month later, I'll be at some sort of dose, which does something. But right now I'm raw dogging it pretty much.
1: That is kind of scary. And it shows how desperate uh, some people are to get help mentally. You mean me? Other people are taking it. Jamblowski.
0: Yeah, but you say like other people. Yeah, it's me.
1: Yeah, no, but like people are that desperate. Like this could give you a rash that would murder you. Yeah. And you're like, fuck it. Give it.
0: Well, when you fall into a depression of any sort of moderate to higher severity for months at a time, you start looking for alternatives.
1: And maybe there's a little hint of either outcome is okay. Not to get dark.
0: Well, if I was going to go, a deadly rash probably wouldn't be the most pleasant. But uh, No. Yeah.
1: Not to get too dark there, but I mean, if you think about it, hey, this could kill you, but it could also fix you. You're going, okay.
0: It's actually having a conversation about suicidal ideation today. Not suicidal ideation exactly, but I think there's a big spectrum. I've probably talked about this before. That shows my own mindset that I talk about this regularly. But I think I want to kill myself is fairly high on the spectrum of suicide. I think a long time before you get there, people start feeling like, I don't want to die, but I want to disappear. I think a lot of people feel like that when they're like slightly or moderately depressed. But then you start going further and you say, no, actually, I do want to die, but I don't want to kill myself. And this is what we were talking about. Me and this guy, we were talking about this fantasy. And he said it first, and I said, yeah, I have that. It's like, imagine if someone else just pointed a gun at you and said, you know, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And you would just be like, OK, do it. So, it's not your fault. Have you ever had anything like that? You know what I'm talking you're about?
1: Not, you're not saying do it like the tough guy and like the, yeah, do it, motherfucker.
0: No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just as like you don't even care and like it would be an easy way out because it's not you that's doing it. So, you don't have to worry about the guilt for your family and friends, but you would get to die and it would be over quick, you know?
1: I don't think I've ever gotten like that deep into it where no? I was just like, oh, if someone were to do that, fine. Maybe... Car crash. I never really thought the gun scenario, but hey, mate, if my car goes over the bridge right now.
0: Interesting. Something
1: like, but Mm. not like that.
0: I think that'd be a shitty way to go to. You never know. You could be just stuck bleeding out or something.
1: With what you mean? Car crash. But this is over the, I go over the Newport Bridge often.
0: Oh, okay. You'd hit the water, might drown.
1: Yeah, it's not a good way. Yeah. But what a ride on the way down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What a ride. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. No, I've never really got. I've never gotten like that. Where oh yeah, okay, that's fine. Do it. Mm. I'm. I. I don't know. Any like I. I could never. I don't want to disappear. No. No. You never felt like you wanted to. Maybe it's because I have uh, people that depend on me, Mm. and people that I care about that depend on me, and wanted to make sure I can do that to its fullest.
0: See, I think it's just this. I just think it's this thing that comes with a certain segment of depression. Like maybe even people that feel depression don't go down this route, but some people do. And for example, you've got all the anxiety. I don't have a lot of the the the, the neural pathways that you do that have these sorry, specific thoughts like what happens if I, you know, you have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I don't have that one, I just have this one. Yeah. it's it's, it's kind of interesting huh it's it's well, i guess what i'm trying to say is
1: you're i'm more of a like what ha- what's going to happen if this happens like i'm all over, i'm thinking way far in the future you're just like either way i just feel like shit yeah either way it's just shit doesn't matter what what's going to happen because it's going to be awful
0: and the point i'm trying to make is that i don't think it's very unique at all i think a lot of us especially when you're we're younger and when we don't listen to other people talk about this stuff We feel like, oh, I'm weird. I'm messed up because I have this thought, especially if it's something like I want to die. You might think you're really fucked up. But the truth is, it's pretty common. It's just a certain neural pathway that people go down. And if you're if you've got this type of condition, it's pretty likely that you're going to have that thought at some point in your life.
1: Yeah, I mean, life gets really, really hard sometimes. And I'm sure a lot of people have said it would be a lot easier if I didn't have to deal with this.
0: Mm. Exactly.
1: Is it going to hurt more to go through this and uh, try to come out the other end, or
0: especially when a big part of it, one of the main symptoms, is hopelessness, and you feel like I am not going to come out the other end?
1: Yeah, because with the, yeah, having that hopelessness, you don't think there's any chance, right, of coming out on the other side. You think this is just how it is. It's going to be awful. Just existential dread.
0: Yeah, and I know I've made this point, so I don't want to belabor it, but. I feel like I have a certain experience now that I'm, you know, 34. I've been living with this for a long time. So I have this awareness, this rational mind that is able to fight my emotional mind. And in that, when I'm in that spot, I really feel like there's no other side. Part of the rational part knows there is because I understand the stuff. I know that I've been there. I know that I've come out of it. But the emotional part does not even believe it. it's i really don't believe it yeah in that state it's very strange
1: so does it like i know you said you're experienced in it you've dealt with it a lot you're saying it doesn't help having that experience and it does oh okay okay
0: it does but it still doesn't override it
1: no but it's like a constant reminder of keep pushing a little bit
0: when i can remember it it's not even constant it's just like once in a while i'll remember it be like ah this will end but then the other part of me doesn't even believe it does that make sense
1: yeah, I mean was, that's I mean that's what hopelessness is. It's weird. Yeah, no, it's uh, brutal. I mean, I feel like with uh, the anxiety part, shift to that a little bit. Um, for me, I've I've also used that like past experience of every single time you've gone through it, every single time yeah. it's been fine. Let's just get through it and be fine. Right now it sucks, but let's just get through it and be fine. But isn't there a party that fights back and says no? Yeah, because I mean, that's what it is. I talked about it a few episodes ago, like on the boat. Yeah. Like, I was having that kind of battle in my head, like, you're going to be good, you're going to be good. What if you're not, though? Mm. Like, there's always that. It could change. You never know.
0: That's what it is. Yeah. That's what you're fighting against. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's a constant battle of maybe and you fucking got this. Hmm. But depending on the situation, yours, it sounds like the maybe kind of overrides it a little bit, but kind of keeps you from going deeper into the pool
0: well that's another thing that like i've have a lot of experience in is well no you know what it doesn't work i was going to say i can measure it when i'm in it but that's not true i can only measure it after the fact looking back on it and i can say oh damn i was depressed six out of ten or whatever yeah because we'll, we had
1: that episode depressed in hindsight where we kind of talked yeah about it, right? where you kind of don't realize it. i feel like you can't really assess the damage until But I feel like even assessing the damage, I put in air quotes, um, after the fact might also be incorrect because I've described those feelings of euphoria after I get out of anxious situations Mm. and I'm dancing, I'm fucking happy. I feel like I'm on top of the world. Maybe I'm overcompensating when assessing how bad something was in hindsight.
0: It's going to be very hard to be objective and remember everything perfectly. I I think you can get close though maybe yeah. i mean depending on who you are and what you're doing but uh but yeah when you're actually in it and that's i mean i feel okay right now i was feeling a little depressed yesterday but when i look back on that you know three weeks i spent on a habilifies i'm, I'm kind of like damn i was worse than i thought that was bad because i was just a blob i was just i was just barely existing
1: yeah kind of just getting you through the day sucked so you started this new stuff how long ago three days okay so it's probably too soon to know way too soon yeah
0: it's going to be about a month at least because this one you got to go up slowly yeah
1: it was pretty quick where you felt like absolute ass on Abilify though Mm. so at least you're not at that point with this and it kind of gives you that hope of oh this could fucking work
0: there is one other thing I could mention too, something I started doing recently, but I've thought about doing it for years and it's tracking my mood. Uh, I'm using this app called Dalio. It's free. Um, and basically every day I just say, did I feel very bad, bad, meh, good, or very good. And I think over time, it'll be pretty cool to look at, Yeah. you know, you know, with, with other information like, oh, I was taking this medicine at this time, for example.
1: Yeah. Um, do you journal at all?
0: I thought you were going to say jerk off, and yeah, the answer to that is yeah.
1: How many times a day?
0: Depends, but I've been once a day-ish for a little while. Journaling, uh, no. Uh, I. That's another <laughs> thing that I try to do sometimes, and I have – actually, I have a ton of Google Docs on my drive where I wrote one fucking day or two days or three days. Mm-hmm. I probably have at least 10 of those over the years that I started journaling and then gave up very quickly.
1: Yeah, it's just a hard thing to do. It is. Because you have to try to be honest with yourself, and that's not always the easiest thing
0: that's not even the hard part the hard part is just sitting down and writing for me like I, I don't have any problem being honest with the blank page yeah but for me it's just like i don't want to do it i'll play fifa first or whatever
1: i feel like there's a vulnerability in doing that too like putting it out on paper obviously it's for you to read but then you have that oh what if someone finds this or gets this i don't know
0: i don't have that either and uh, i probably should but uh, i just don't have that
1: i mean we really shouldn't care, considering we talk about this on a weekly basis on a microphone and put it out. True. But I don't have to hear it again. I can choose not to hear it again. Yeah. I guess I could choose not to read my own journals again. Of course. But.
0: The same fucking thing.
1: Are you really getting the most out of the exercise if you aren't reflecting on what you're writing or what you're saying? Yeah. You think so? Just I, to, like, get it out? And yeah. Think, okay. I think
0: the whole point for me, when it's worked for me, writing in general is just like. I think a lot of times I'll speak personally, if I'm having thought loops and ruminating about stuff, my loop, my thoughts are circular and they're not even going anywhere. And I just keep saying the same things over and over to myself. Sometimes when I write them out, it's able to kind of like condense them and get, yeah, get them out. And then, okay, that's what I was thinking. I don't have to think about that anymore.
1: Yeah. You kind of work your way through whatever part was stuck in the loop in that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It's easier to yeah, because I wouldn't just write I hate my life, I hate my life a hundred times. I, you start out
1: with your diary. Yeah.
0: I, I would say, I hate my life, da da da, da 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 da. And that would kind of yeah, that would get me through the rumination and then I would feel like I've kind of made progress with it.
1: Yeah, you kind of have a little closure on the situation and you can move on to the next thing that's bothering you.
0: And then finish that journal and then not do it again for a year and a half.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Maybe that's something we should try to do, even if it's a weekly journal it doesn't have to be daily. Yeah, think about it. Sit down at the end of the week and say, okay, try to go through your week and the highs, the lows, and kind of, you know, recognize the small wins could that's kind of what I'm trying to do now. That's what my therapist is trying to get me to do so. You've heard me say it multiple times over the last couple of weeks, but recognizing and giving yourself credit for the small wins it is important. Yeah. And it's, and honestly, it's been building up for me. I was not the kind of guy to say, Hey, let's paint the bathroom. Let's get stuff done around the house. I was never that person. And I did that yesterday. So I think that's a big win for me. I'm taking that as a big win. So why not? What do you mean? Why wasn't I?
0: No, why, why not take it as a big win?
1: Oh yeah, of course. No, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying I shouldn't, but it's, um, It might be beneficial if we kind of track these wins throughout the week. Where did I win this week? What did I do well? Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's easy to have a pessimistic lens that you view the world through, and and I do that all the time. Where I'll really hone in on my failures Mm. and totally throw away anything good that I did.
1: Yeah, you're not recognizing the good stuff because it's so much easier to be like, "Wow, this was all so fucking terrible." Yeah.
0: Oh, great job, Kyle! You went to the gym today. You haven't worked in two months. That's how my mind works. Yeah, but, right? <laughs> hey,
1: but it's not what you haven't done; it's what you're doing now.
0: I know. Yeah, that's just so. Been, let's yeah,
1: let's focus on what we're doing now. And
0: we have a very pressing issue. We have to talk about Andrew Tate. Top G.
1: The I goat. fucking hate the guy. Why? It's just stupid. It's stupid. I hate most <laughs> internet personalities.
0: Go off on him for a little bit. Yeah, you just. I want to get a sense of what you think.
1: He's literally um, there for shock value. I'm going to say something that's so outrageous, but might have maybe a small hint of truth. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter the outrageous shit I said. People are going to look at that because of how outrageous it is. But the small truth that I kind of threw in there might uh, stick with people. And that's what people are going to focus on. And then they can adapt this whole bullshit spiel that I'm throwing out there and get people to join his cult. Diamond hand. Is that it? The diamond fingers? So dumb. (laughs) So dumb. You don't think he's funny? No. No? I mean, I, I don't really digest much of his no. content, but every time I see it, I'm like, I want to punch that guy in the head. Yeah. He's just annoying. Uh-huh. Well. Think of it this way. Would you want to hang out with this guy?
0: Nah, uh, we gotta.
1: He's fine. Yeah. Hey, Ollie! I'm a disciplinary interrupt here. Yeah, good job. Learn that from Top G. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you gotta keep him in line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My bitches. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not a female dog.
0: No, I think. Uh, so I, I was looking into his content before. I, I listened to a couple podcasts he was on, and I think he's got a decent amount of truth in what he says. Actually,
1: it's yeah, because you're a cis white misogynist.
0: I'm a yeah. I'm a men's rights activist. I think I think all the guys that are speaking to young men are getting taken down by the mob. I think Jordan Peterson was very unfairly targeted. I think Tate. He definitely kind of draws some heat, maybe even on purpose, intentionally. Yeah, um, but it kind of seems like anybody who gets popular, kind of talking to young men, gets gets fucking taken down. And I'm I'm not sure what's going on with Tate right now, but uh,
1: yeah, that human trafficking thing.
0: I'm I question what's going on there. There was a
1: video online of him absolutely beating the shit out of a girl.
0: Did you hear the thing about how some girl come out came out and said yeah that was me it was consensual? No. Because when you when you think that maybe it's BDSM, you realize that that could very well be the case. And also why was it being filmed if it wasn't consensual? It could go either way, but the fact that somebody came out and said that it was consensual uh, that means something to me. Mm. I
1: don't know. I don't believe anything anymore on the internet. I don't know who says what what's correct and who has an agenda or motive mm.
0: but you have a, a visceral reaction to tate and it's because you find him annoying
1: yeah it's just and then it's everywhere we play fifa pro clubs everyone's name is andrew tate yeah, yeah. united it's like all right grow up <laughs> you know all those kids that we play in fifa that have those names are 18 or under why do you think he caught on so much shock value why do you think Eminem, well, I'm not going to say this is why Eminem blew up, but he had lyrics that were ridiculous, and it wasn't happening at that time. And the shock value was, hey, you hear this? Mm. He's talking about raping his mom and killing somebody. This is sick.
0: Yeah.
1: He's got that shock value of, oh, we can't say that anymore, Andrew. You're so bad. Wow, I like this guy. He's I got do a like position. that,
0: though. I do like that. In, in a in a society where so much of the content is just careful and like edited down because you know you don't want to you don't want to offend the wrong people like i really like people who just go against that
1: okay yeah but do you want a group of young gentlemen influenced by that extreme um you want the world is 80% andrew tate followers in the year 2050 they're the ones that are in charge of the world right now. How's it going?
0: No, no, and I think it's kind of ironic. I mean, his thing is called Hustlers University. I think so he's cool. he's hustling people. Yeah, I mean it, it's the, it's the oldest grift of all time, actually. And
1: everyone that's online peddling something, yeah, is hustling people.
0: We we talk about this. Yeah, yeah, we and and that's what I feel about Andrew Tate. Like the whole draw is it's coming from him. So it's special. It's going to be some. No. In fact, I don't remember where I saw it, but someone actually bought the course and then reported on it. It's the same shit you can read anywhere else about drop yeah. shipping and Amazon affiliate or whatever. Yeah. It's the same stuff, but it's like, I guess the only value that comes from it is it's almost like a sense of like, I believe. So I, like the same as the liver King yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right.
1: That, uh, that Ryan long guy used to send you like clips and stuff of him back in the day. Like, right. Yeah. He released one the other day that was kind of like, like he was a financial influencer and he makes money by telling people how to make money. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what it is. Yeah. And here's my weekly list of influencers that will also tell you how to make money. So I'll tell you where other people could tell you how to make money. Yeah. And that's how I make money. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. It's it's essentially a pyramid scheme in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I guess with Tate, I, I like him. I, I just like him
1: because he pushes the envelope you you're falling for the shock factor
0: well i also agree with him on a lot of stuff and one of the things is he's talking about how the whole covid thing was smoke and mirrors and i've said that from the beginning and he he talks a lot he talks out against the elites it's very conspiracy-minded stuff and i know that's that's where people that's that's the criticism this gets as soon as you start talking like that it's like, oh, that's bullshit, but that just happens to be how I think things are going, and and he speaks against that, and and I like it.
1: Yeah. So if you cut out the extra bullshit, good.
0: The extra bullshit is a lot of its Treat comedy. Women like dog shit. I think it's hilarious. Mm. How should women be treated? Equally. Oh. We're all people. Oh, we can't talk anymore. <laughs>
1: You, you join Hustlers <laughs> University. Kyle will have a new side project called Hustlers University Pod, where he will talk about his icon Andrew Top G Tate.
0: Check out my new podcast called Spank My Bitch Up, where I talk about <laughs>
1: spanking my bitch. <laughs> yeah, So, I'll I'll continue doing this, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, so the the one thing that I listened to that was a full. More than an hour of him talking was on your mom's house, and even they're getting a lot of shit for it now that they had him on.
1: Yeah, that's what he's one of those figures where, oh, you had this person on. Yeah, you are kind of what the hell's wrong with you? Like, Schultz has people on like that all the time. Like he had Alex Jones come on. Who? Alex Jones? No, the first one. Oh, Andrew Schultz. Okay, yeah, comedian. Yeah. He he yeah. does the um, flagrant two, and I forgot. I think that might be the name of this podcast. Yeah, um, but he had like Alex Jones on. I think he probably had him on as well they'll have polarizing figures where it's kind of the large majority of the public is like bad for doing
0: it's worth it regardless yeah they're gonna get a lot of views
1: at the end of the day it's content
0: but on this one on on your mom's house with Andrew Tate he said all of that he said all of his women are not equal type stuff right all of that shock value stuff but he says it with this tone that you know he's joking like 10% joking at least you know, he knows how, how ridiculous he Maybe comes across. you can
1: pick that up, but I feel like a lot of people don't pick that up and they just see him as this kind of guy. And, you know, personally, I haven't seen him enough to know if he mm. is joking about that stuff. Like the small clips and snippets I've seen here and there, it seems like he's pretty serious.
0: Right? He might not be joking at all. Yeah. That, that clip, that, that the clip might be real. Yeah, it, I'm I'm leaving enough room to say that it might be real. My, my honest opinion is that it's probably, that probably was BDSM.
1: And you think because... He's so ridiculous he has to be joking
0: and also it? little smirks and little tones and
1: uh that's him knowing his bank account is, is gonna go like this because all the clicks he's gonna get maybe maybe that's it you you drank the tea I like him you drank the tea
0: I think he's hilarious and I think he's got some good points I hate him can we still be friends yeah all
1: right yeah we're not those people that are like wait a minute did you vote Republican
0: yeah, it almost is something like yeah. that.
1: It, yeah, I mean, a lot of things have, like it used to be, like you don't talk about you voted for. Now that's all people talk about. Mm. And it's kind of similar where we've taken that mentality of You've got to choose a side here. And if you're not on my side, yeah, that's it. Kaput.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like the idea about disagreeing.
1: There's like way more like lines drawn in the sand. Like there's a hard line. If you support this person, you like this person. I don't know if I can associate with you. Yeah. It was never like that before.
0: Well, I I don't know anything, but I think that's what the country was founded on is like the idea that you can disagree. Yeah. But it's democracy. Yeah. But nowadays it's not like this person disagrees. They might have a point. It's like they're a fucking asshole. Yeah. You're a Nazi. Yeah. You're a Nazi or you're a pussy. (laughs) You
1: say you like Andrew Tate. People listening to this that. Dislike him, we'll say, Oh, yeah, I was a misogynistic pig. Did you Absolutely. A Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I said that I like so- something, some yeah.
1: of the things he said, you say you like some of the things he said, you didn't even, you weren't specific about which things.
0: I did say that I liked his women hating stuff, though. So, yeah, you're misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So
1: fuck you, dude. Downloads about that. Unless,
0: or skyrocket because people love to hate.
1: Top G, Diamond. Finger hands? Is it, no diamond hands is uh, i don't even Wall know Street what that's bets. about
0: the first thing uh, pete was the first one that pointed that out to me i don't even i don't even know if he says anything about it i think he just does it a lot maybe
1: yeah i think that's just been maybe built up through his uh yeah. fan base of 18 and unders we maybe want look, we won't just look hands, 18
0: and unders and pete yeah
1: <laughs> that's that yeah um patreon
0: you mean let's start recording Patreon? Yeah. Yeah, because this is this is fucking boring, and it's got a lot of dick suckers listening to it. So let's start the real fun. Yeah. You dick suckers aren't going to hear it because you don't subscribe.
1: Well, you could. Uh, love you, Kyle. Bye. Dick suckers. I said love you, Kyle.
0: Love you, Chris. I don't love you, dick suckers. This is life being bound to love. Bye.